Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans in Reaction Theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the AT. Best car ahead here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Do you want inside information? You will not be able to repeat it to your kids, but you will learn and you will laugh. Door bumper clear is on. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 cup car, 7 Xfinity in the 29 truck. And alongside of me today is... What do you get for $10? (laughs) Anything you want. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer. Elliot Sadler, we were just listening to some throwback rap, and Kristen was showing off her tanning Playlist. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, everyone. It's KB. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, we uh We wanna... should record our pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show is actually really graphic. It's but... not safe for work no. NSFW. Yeah. <laughs> Josh gets all serious when the, like, we go live. You know, once he TJ does. starts at high, everybody is He has TJ a pen and he starts marking down jo- when yeah, the he, cursing happens. Every time someone swears, Josh reaches over to the keyboard and pushes this little key. Cause <laughs> Josh, just let it go today. There he goes. <laughs> keyboard guy. God damn it, Josh. <laughs> what the it, Josh? You guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and he sucks at editing, so this is what makes it even funnier. <laughs> One of these is going to make the <laughs> oh, we're silly. I've been on the road for 20 days. I saw oh, that. I'm 24. I've got a beard. I, have... I prefer you with a beard. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Am I sexy today? Yeah. Your you beard's almost as long as the hair on your head. It's longer. It's actually, I'm growing it out to transplant it <laughs> up there. That's a good idea. Yeah. Some people in the shop could use that too. Yeah. Thanks to One Main for bringing this obviously highly educational podcast today. Yeah, an Exalta studio with the awesome backdrop here. And speaking of Exalta, don't forget to head over to the revamped ExaltaRacing.com to get all the latest news, photos, and schedule for Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s number 88 Exalta Chevrolet. Because their website got a fresh coat, coat of, of paint. paint. Yeah. I liked that. They're I thought that was company. pretty cool. The pun intended. Pun intended on that one. Kristen, so, that was your voice that Brad Little likes. Like when you do that whole exaltery, I think that's... When I do my professional commercial voice? Yeah. Yeah, you're like the Morgan Freeman of women, I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling you, I was... So last week, I went running and I turned on our podcast to see how bad we were. <laughs> and TJ, you're the Morgan Freeman of women. And I was trying mm-hmm. to like figure that out. And I was like, that's just weird. Like, you can't have a Morgan Freeman of women, can you? 
It was funny, but Why I was not? trying to. I was trying to, like, in my voice, in my in my head, trying to can hear it in my voice. And can you narrate? He tone? narrates this one rap song that's amazing. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, he does like the intro and outro of it. Can you narrate that rap song uh, Brett just played? We did the prelude to it today, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> oh my god! Can you narrate that in your there best are children Morgan? Children in the gift shop. Can you narrate that in Morgan Freeman? <laughs> you the best Morgan Freeman you can. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh. We'll see how terrible Josh. Everybody right now is all of a sudden Googling two live crew and they're playing it. <laughs> Anybody between thirty and fifty is listening to two live crew right now. Yeah. The clean versions. Because anybody between seven and twenty is probably not. Or <laughs> seven and fifteen is probably not. I, I think I started listening to it at fifteen and my mom yeah. heard it and she like was part of that whole burning tape cassettes in she the middle of the out. road. Yeah, I think she was in the middle of that. Yeah. Son, what are you She listening wanted you to, to grow up to be wholesome. Son, what are you listening to? I was like, I don't know, but it's badass, isn't Didn't we it? go She's over like, our first nah. CDs? What was your first couple CDs? I had Tragic Kingdom uh-huh. by No Doubt. No Doubt. Oh, that was late. Yeah. I, I, my first tape cassette was Bon Jovi Living on a Prayer. No, CDs. I don't remember my first CD. How do you not remember CDs? They were Cause the I'm most recent old. thing before downloading. I had Live Throwing Copper. That was one of my first ones. Wow, that was a, that's awesome one there. Yeah. When, when, when did CDs come out? What era? 90s? 90s, yeah. yeah. It was early like 90s. 90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. So like 93, 94. So like high school. Mm. Yeah. So like Color Me Bad. That was, that was on a sex <laughs> Yeah. That was actually one of the... Uh, song, all night. Your song choices today have one thing. I want to... <laughs> that was actually one of the first you know CDs I had. I sure did. Yeah. Color Me Bad. See, he had it. Rex and Effects. <laughs> Rex and Effects is in the checks, but I'm the wrecker. Yeah. <laughs> See? Check, baby, You're missing check. your career. Check, baby, You're missing check, a new baby, career one, here. Two, three, four. Check, In the music baby, industry. check, baby, one, two, three. You it's, could do the pre-race concert. It's Teddy. Ready with the, the two one, two checkup. <laughs> yes. I had Josh Rex could be a So what was your first CD then? It was, I bought like four of them at the same time. It was well, Color Me Bad, Rex and Effects. I seek my Color Me Bad was kind of on point. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Nirvana was yeah. another one. Oh. Live. Nirvana was... Amazing. Live. What a dumbass. No, it wasn't live. I watched Stone Temple Pilots. That's Ooh, who it was. That's good. Yeah, I watched the documentary Pilots. last night on I always thought Courtney killed yeah. Kurt, but I don't, I don't, it was a really good documentary. Yeah. I was obsessed with it. What's Kurt your favorite Kurt. Nirvana song? Uh In Your Door was a great album. You won't like mine. It's, what is it? I think mine's probably Fourth of July. Well, it's got a bad title. I can't really tell you the title. <laughs> Cause y'all already think I'm a pervert today, so I think you're a pervert all the time. So Okay, Rape Me is the name of the song. That's a really good song, though. Yes. Yes. Rape me, my friend. <laughs> beep. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it's a song. It's not. I know. It's basically this guy's getting emotionally just drained mm-hmm. is what he's saying. Yeah. But that is my it's favorite. It's a metaphor. Yeah, it's a metaphor. It is my favorite Nirvana song. It's a great song. Yeah. You know, we've all seen that riding down the road. Yeah. I mean, it, that song was pretty popular. Yeah. They have that that uh, album they did with the Naked Baby on the yeah. cover. Oh, yeah. In Utero, is that Never it? mind. Never no. mind. In Utero. Utero. That was after that. That one. Never what mind. What one was, was the 4th of July song on? That was the one I played the most. You know what I'm talking about? Did you about? ever look up the picture of the kid, yeah. the baby? Yeah, I What he looks that. like now, and yeah. he did a picture. Somebody tweeted it. I saw it maybe Luckily, he was five, six months ago. when he was older. Dude, can you imagine having your penis on an album hey, cover? Baby. That's that, a cute baby. Is that okay? Can you say that on this? Penis? Pen 15? I mean, what? Penis is <laughs> fine, right? <laughs> Start the show, yeah. guys. Somebody. Good Lord. Well, not at the table. Not at the table, Brett. <laughs> I don't know. 
right. Well, before we get started, we want to do a moment of silence for the late Brian Clawson, who passed away Sunday after injury sustained in a midget car wreck at Belleville Speedway on Saturday night. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the family and friends of Brian. Yeah, that's a bad deal. Yeah, yeah that's sad. not really sad. I read about it right before I I had trouble going to sleep Saturday night because I was kept waiting for more news on it. I know. And uh, there was nothing to come about until, you know, the Sunday early, early morning hours. But yeah. um, it's never a, a good a good sign. It always seems like this year, this time of the year, every yeah, year. Yeah, Watkins Glen race week. It's always something, man. Something it, tragic. There's always something going on. I mean, it was Leffler, Kevin Swindell at Knoxville a week from now. Yeah. Um, the sprint car wreck. and with Tony and and uh, now now Brian Clawson. When you when you first saw the report and you saw he was airlifted and you saw he was cut out and you saw they kept racing, you know the first thing I thought about was man, we hope this is a Kevin Swindell moment. You yeah, know, we hope we hear this guy is okay but has major injuries but is okay. And then Sunday morning, news kind of broke at the racetrack. You know within the industry that he, he wasn't okay. And I know they held it until all the family got there to <clears> obviously make it official. But man. Bad deal. They got to do something to those cars. They got to make them safer. Period. Yeah, Just, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I've thought about it, but compared to how many sprint car races there actually are, there's very, very few injuries in that racing. Yeah, but one, one man. When I, I look, when I, saying, when I look at our sport, and I look at <clears throat> the day we said we've had enough was Wendell Earnhardt had that yeah. that wreck at Daytona, and and NASCAR got heavily involved. The drivers got involved. The teams got involved. Outside agencies got involved. Whether it was head and neck restrainer, it was safety, you know, safer barriers, and we yeah. made our product safer. Is it still dangerous? Yes, but it's way, way, way safer. I they can give those drivers <clears throat> more protection. I just don't know if there's a if there's a way. Um, there's a way. I just don't know if you can close that cockpit up enough to where they can get out the top or the side of something. You know, they crash and bars get folded up. You can't You can't make a guy stuck in there. Oh, um, got to do something. Somebody's yeah. got to do something. Just Well, and the, I mean, the other issue is, like, you know, these, these tracks across America don't have no. near the money to, no. to yeah, make but, their facilities but, any safer than they already But see, are. this wasn't a facility deal at all, though. I mean, I understand yeah, it. Yeah. I'm just saying what yeah, I mean, Brad Sweet had a Brad Sweet had a really bad wreck. Maybe two years ago, yeah, if not last front year, of his car off. and that was a facility issue. I mean, the the, the yeah. wall was basically like a wood splitter, right. you know, where he went up on it, and very fortunate yeah. that he made it out. But those cars still, I mean, look, racers know they're accepting danger. It'd be, it'd be tough to have a facility to have to try to make it because sprint cars can. <laughs> They, they can do some crazy. They stuff. can clear the fence. Yeah. I, I've I've seen one clear the fence at Volusia yeah. in Florida. Yeah, yeah they can clear the fence. So. Was he in a 410 sprint or what was he in? No, he was in a midget. A midget. A midget. Yeah, yeah he was in a midget. Fast. So yeah, we should have Stevie Reeves on here next week. I, I mean, even the it. even the 410 sprint cars. I mean, they're 1,200 pounds, 900 horsepower. They're ridiculous. That well, his was a wingless car too, so he didn't right. have a lot of the the yeah. winged stuff. Doesn't have nearly the impact because that wing absorbs a ton of yeah, a ton of stuff. Yeah, and uh, but anyway, know. we're not getting into the forensic portion of it, but no. they got to do something. Yeah. Let's kick spot on. You don't want to do a BS session? What have we, we, we been doing? Uh, we've been BS since we've been on the show. Oh, Jesus. Spot on, spot off. Garrett Shh. Cope's car explodes in the Xfinity race at the Glen. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Man. 
I'm glad I was spotting the front stretch. Spot off for me. I saw this thing on the big screen, and I yeah. was like, oh, my God. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a car explode like that. And, uh, I mean, I honestly, I think I about hit the deck on the front stretch when yeah. it exploded. Will was spotting for Elliot at the bus stop. And I said, Will, did you just <laughs> pants? <laughs> Because I think I would have. I mean, it, he said it sounded like a full-blown bomb. I, I it mean, lo- it looked like someone planted a bomb in the front of his car. Yeah, God. yeah the guys at the pit box were like, "He just rolled over a claymore." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, good. could you imagine if that thing actually made it back to pit road Ugh. and blew on pit road? What oh. do you think he did in the car? So you think he it said, messed up his hair? He said, in my 35 years of racing, he, I've never experienced anything like that. It blew up in my face. Definitely think he probably peed a little. <laughs> Yeah. Well, our pit box thought he crapped his pants, so. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah. Brett said that over the radio, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I I mean. That's the first thing he's had exciting happen to him in a long time. <laughs> he didn't actually seem too big of <laughs> I mean, in a hurry gives, to get out, either. He, he gives Harmon a hell of a run for his money every week on who can be the most laps down. You know? <laughs> wow. My God. How yes. can you mean the legacy of a Daytona 500 champion completely gone to hell i mean i'm a daytona 500 champion and now i'm 27 laps down an xfinity race at iowa speedway how why? many cup races has he won why how many cup races has he one. won just that one one i think he was in the main and tail car when he won it yeah, it was the 10 no it was a pure later car in daytona pure later oh yeah 10 car mm-hmm. then he was in the main and tail car and his hairs look great ever since yeah, well that's all that matters but why if you owned a car, I bet, I bet TJ makes more money spotting than Derek Cope is making right now. I don't know about that. Maybe us added together with you, because <laughs> <laughs> spot on, spot off. Watkins Glen sells out reserved grandstands two years in a row. Uh, spot on. That track's always put on a great show, and and uh, one the road courses are two of the highest rated races this year. Uh, so Jeff Gluck does a poll every week. You see it? Yeah. Was that was it's a good race and people just vote. They're in the mid to high 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's crazy, man. It's a fun race, too. I went and checked out their infield, which I haven't done in a few years, and it was on Sunday morning before the race. <laughs> and, man, those guys had a rough night Saturday night. There were a lot of babies yeah. made. There were a lot of hangovers. I mean, beer and bacon in the morning. Hair of the dog. Yeah. I had some friends camping Can't be there. drunk and hungover at the same time. <laughs> I don't – we'll have to talk about it off the air because they were, they were sending pictures. I mean, if people passed out and – Let's tweet them. Oh, man, no. You can't tweet these. <laughs> you can't tweet these. Awesome, Anfield. The track yeah. is, uh, has announced plans, too, for a new viewing deck outside the S's. Viewing, like what, the stuff TJ's talking about or viewing other stuff? Both. <laughs> no. Race view. Outside the S's? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, that's awesome. Turns to him for yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun place, man. I really enjoy the weekend there. It's always a good time. Spot on, spot off. Joey Logano wins the Xfinity pole and the race. He's dominated Beating that thing. His, his teammate. I mean, spot on for them guys for having a good setup for that place. It was a. He could use some of Derek Cup's hair tips. Who, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to picture it. Maybe we, <laughs> maybe we need to Photoshop this. Yeah, who's good at Photoshop in this room? Josh's got like an army case on his phone. You see that? Yeah. It's, it's like so a, a tank like runs over it, it still works. It's a grenade. It's tactical. Tactical. Yeah. Hmm. 
Anyway, spot on. They've dominated that race. I mean, they've well, got to figure it out. 67 of 82 laps. That race is too long in my in my eyes. It's like less than 10 laps shorter than a cup race. Yeah. That's eight, too long. Eight laps off. I need so a little more time on Saturday It was a one night. red flag race, and the cup race was a two red flag race. I need a little more time on Saturday night, according. God. To do what? It doesn't matter. What are you Just doing saying, in the We get done with that race and it's like 6.30. And TJ you get is the most lame guy on the weekend. Right, ever. like it's like I told he, you he I have a lot of high school friends. Games. I have a lot of high school. Sometimes, hey. He can see his car. Getting, he, better than getting hives. He can see his car on Sunday for 13 seconds a lap. He's got to rest up for that one, boy. Got to yeah. be ready. You got to be ready to run Jeff Gordon in the back of Austin Dillon at I 200 a, miles an hour. I have a lot of family and friends that around that area. So that's Brickhouse's Did area, you have a good way. time? Did you have friends. a good time? Did I? You were race day only. I so. was race day only. Are you serious? It was my. F- yeah. well, what did you tell Jeff after he knocked the hell out of the three car? I didn't know what happened. <laughs> he come around there and he's like, "Yeah, I got a little, a little, probably a tire rub." And I come <laughs> by there and the hood's bowed up. I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, what you got an F16 bombs you in the left rear, left front." I had no idea what happened, and I mean, I knew what happened later when he when he told us. Uh, we we had tried to pass the 13 into turn one. We had a run on him, and of course. We're 18th, and he's going to the inside blocking. You know, like okay, yeah. well, you're not giving, you're not having 18th, buddy. Not happening here today. Not happening. And uh, so he goes to the inside. We go to the outside of him. He still, you know, we almost pass him, but he pulls us off the turn, and then he gets a run on the three car, and he shoots inside the three car. Well, they race into the bus stop. Yeah. Instead of instead of Austin, you know, okay, you got this spot. You shouldn't ever really race into the bus stop either, if you can help it. So they race in there, and they. Austin just slowed up more than what he thought he was going to slow up, and Jeff run into him. So um, he definitely ran into him. He definitely hit him. <laughs> luckily, we, luckily it didn't get into a tire or anything. So, yeah. but he definitely he said it killed the arrow, and the guys did a yeah. good job getting it back right. Yeah, again. yeah. I uh, could tell which car was mine though when they were in hitting turn ten over there. Yeah, the one with the big hole. The, yeah. Well, the one with the big, the one with the uh, helicopter tape all over the front yeah. of it. It looked like it got hit by a Scud missile. <laughs> Hey, with all the spotters no. that each team has at the Glen, no. I feel like we had a hundred. <laughs> but we had four. Um, how much are you even using your fan vision when you're just lap times for turn one? That's it. Yeah, I don't even after the race starts. Really, you don't even when you're because you're normally driving off someone else anyway, so you don't even really use your fan vision that much. They put a there's a fan vision screen on the front stretch that we all watch. As soon as your car goes up through the S's. You're basically just watching the fan, the screen on the front stretch, like everyone else. So, because we literally work for probably 25 seconds, if that. And oh, I, didn't work, I didn't work that much. <laughs> I had it figured out. <laughs> we were running close to you there for a little bit. Yeah, for a little while with a big hole in the nose. Spot on, spot off. Bristol Motor Speedway changes the track polish on the bottom groove to help rubber adhere to this it. This is a great. Spot on, spot off, Josh. I'm yeah. thankful for this, man. Good. This is wow. because of his Tennessee loyalty. Yeah, he wants to talk about Bristol. Spot on for this them changing this track. Actually, when I was running Sunday morning, I was like, you know, we go to some tracks that no matter what the product is like, the fans have an affinity to the venue. They have an affinity to the event. These people camped in the middle of this Watkins Glen racetrack they won't see a car all weekend. They're there for the party. They're there for the experience. They're there to take their family. Bristol used to be that. It used to be you were a fan of the racetrack. You know, surely you pulled for your favorite driver, but they're trying to get maybe the old Bristol back. So spot on for trying to do something to make it not be a one-groove track up against the wall after we've run some laps. I think Bristol's a great racetrack. Unfortunately, some people want to see a wreck track, not a racetrack. Mm. 
Uh, I'm going to go spot off still. I missed the old Bristol where you ran around the bottom. The guy that could make his car turn the best was on the bottom. Yep. Because the problem with that is is when you run on the bottom and you're fast, what do you do when you catch cars? You catch traffic in your path. You know, and it was, and you had to almost move them. It's almost the same thing now. We almost do the same thing, but it's against the wall. I miss just kind of racing around the bottom. There were good races still. Yeah. You know, if we had that with some tire fall off, we could have some really good races there. Yeah, we had no tire fall off in the Xfinity race at Watkins Glen. Elliott's fastest lap of the race was with eight to go. Yeah. I mean, that's on Goodyear, man. Mm -hmm. We had some on Sunday. Not not enough, but we had some. You have to have tire fall off, man. If you don't have tire fall off, it makes. It just makes, I don't know, it takes a lot of fun out of it to me. It takes a lot of driving out of it. It does, yeah. So. You need your car to handle well on old tires. But, hey, they're trying something. We'll see. Two weeks away. Larson's comments on A.J. Almond. It's your job, Kristen. Your job is to finish this section. Well, Where she was we? slacking. See, she's lost. We're in Exalta Studios man. in Mooresville, North Carolina. Yeah. Dirty Mo Radio. Josh, we're done. Geez. Door bumper clear. We didn't this hit the show. Last... Somebody, jeez. What the Spot on spot. Oh, I don't have that one. You better beep that right there. It's not on mine. Well, I I had notes to mine because sometimes I don't know what the heck you guys are talking about. Who, Josh? Yeah. It was added late. Oh. Uh, I have the early That's version. Josh. That's why I sent you a copy. But jo- I need to make notes. Josh. I do research and I do Producer work to make the fail. better. No, that <laughs> Good is... Lord. You just spot on, mind. spot off. Larson comments on AJ Almond dingling <laughs> uh, Spot on for me because AJ Almondinger didn't win for my fantasy pick last week. So, I don't know what he said, but I like it. He cost me. Did he? Did I win with him? Yeah. I won with him in Sonoma? Yeah, by two spots and I lost yeah. with him by two spots. Two yes. by two. Two yes. by two. So, two two. I'll go... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I didn't see what they said. Josh Josh uh, told us that payback is coming. So, um, yeah, spot on if it happens. I mean, that's Don't boring. threaten me with a good time. Show it yeah. to me, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know? I really prefer the I really prefer the the don't talk about it, just do it. Yeah. Type. Matt Kins is kind of deal. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. If a driver says he's going to do it, he he's probably not going to do it. Ricky, so, Rudd, Ricky Rudd didn't take no shit. Nobody ever well, touch his car. You're done. Way to go, man! You. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so much editing to do this week. <laughs> All right, everyone, we're going to take a short break. <laughs> hey, Junior Nation! Now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo Radio, presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. Welcome back to Fastlane. So I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate, and we're going to alternate who goes first. You guys each get 30 seconds, and whoever got who went first gets a rebuttal. Whatever TJ says this week, I'm saying the opposite. I don't care what side he picks. <laughs> I, I don't know what the topics even are, but mm. I'm going opposite way. Here we go. Topics this, are movies same. that Screw Brett you. has never seen. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> Every movie. Friday. 
Brad. All right, Brett, you're going first. You ready? Craig. Yes. Brad Kozlowski got out of his car and apologized for spinning Martin Truex Jr. on Sunday at the Glen on the final lap. Should Brad have lifted and not attempted to go for the position, or should Truex Jr. accept the fact that he was going for the position and racing hard? Truex should have wrecked the leader and won the race, and then he wouldn't have had to worry about it. He wouldn't have got wrecked <laughs> for running second. I, I think the key to the road course racing has been race hard, outbreak. It's the short track mentality come to road course racing, so – Man, Martin's got to kind of accept the fact that maybe he was racing Denny a little too nice because they're both Toyotas. Yeah, I mean, I want to disagree, but I think Martin could have won that race. And if he wasn't going to win it, if there was one more lap, Brad probably wins that race because he was going to do whatever the means it took to get by them two guys. And I kind of wish Martin had a little bit. <clears throat> Martin's a good, clean driver. He's a really good, clean driver, but he – He's lost a handful of victories because he's been too nice to people. Brad would have never passed those two guys on the last lap, not two of them. He could have got one of them and maybe another one the next lap. But I don't think there's a way to pass two cars that fast when there's only two passing zones. I think the first one, he and Martin get caught up racing each other. I don't know. Denny wins the race, second win of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Hadn't won one since Daytona. First road course win. He almost had Sonoma, gave away to Tony. So, hell of a race, man. Good race for fans. Darlington is coming up the first weekend of September. Almost every team will run a throwback-inspired paint scheme. If you were racing, what would you want your paint scheme to be, TJ? Um, if I was racing, I would, you know, I, I have, I've always liked the Wrangler car. I've really liked the scheme of that car and just how it how it stood out and um, just really, really always thought it was a really pretty and clean car. I want to run the number 10 pure later car for Derek Cope. Tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Tribute. Great hair, great, great Daytona 500 win, and I think I can outrun him now in an Xfinity race, so why not? I think I would go track track to track with it. If we were going to Bristol, I'd run the Black Miller 2 car. I'd run Rusty Skeen there, something yeah. like that. Go to Watkins Glen, I'd, I'd just run uh, maybe like an old Mark Martin scheme or something like that because he dominated there for a while in the 90s as well. The NASCAR Xfinity Series has back-to-back -back road courses, the Glen to Mid-Ohio. In your opinion, should NASCAR look at some separation between the two? No, I think it's great. You know, I, we've got a lot of things being talked about for next year as far as limiting cup guys in the Xfinity Series. There's a lot of things on the table, some of which I don't know the fans have heard or haven't heard. But I'm all for saying at these road course races, don't let these cup guys do it. They gain an advantage for the next day's race because they're getting in that rhythm. They're learning the course. They're learning the tendencies. And they're also a little bit better probably than the majority of Xfinity guys. So I I think this is awesome to do them back-to-back. -back. Yeah, road course races have turned out to be some of the most entertaining races we have. So if we got to run more of them, I mean, I like them. I, 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 it's not that we have to spot less, but I enjoy the racing. you got guys that are more, they're more aggressive there. Yeah. You've got guys that actually show a little aggressive. Like Brad in the last corner. He's like, man, I'm coming after you. I, that's, I don't care if it's second or first or whatever. I'm – that's a spot, and I want it. So yeah. you know, got any? There's not not a huge, not as big of a chance of you can actually move people to lower speed and get away with it more than you can a mile and a half. When you look at leaving the Glen, some people are mad at other people. If you go to a place like Michigan, they won't pay them back. You're running 200 miles an hour. You can't mess up your fenders because it'll screw up your car. When you leave the Glen and you go to Mid-Ohio and that same guy's in your way that just wrecked you last week, you'll move him. You'll dump him. So I'm all for leaving somewhere. You can pay somebody back and go on to the next one. So far, Ryan Blaney is the only full-time Cup Series driver planning to compete at Mid-Ohio this weekend. This could be a great opportunity for an Xfinity Series 
regular to capture a victory and a chase berth. Who are some drivers to focus on? TJ. Oh, wow. You know, I really think I think uh I think our cars will be fast there. Our guys I think will be pretty fast. Um I don't know. I looked at the entry list and there wasn't a lot of ringers on it. Like there wasn't a lot of uh you know, there wasn't obviously Kyle and I don't I don't think Blaney's gonna I think he'll be competitive, but I don't think he's gonna be the cars are really good on road <clears throat> courses though. Yeah, I think Blaney's still young. I think he's rookie enough that he's still at these guys' level when it comes to road courses, so yeah, I mean, when you look at history, the the Penske cars have done exceptionally well at these non-companion road courses. I think Elliott's one hell of a road course racer at a place like Sonoma, at a place like Mid-Ohio. Watkins Glen, we ended up fifth or sixth, not one of his better road courses that he runs on, so I think he'll be good. I, I don't know, man. I, I really hope that we see one of the JRM guys take it home. Who's in the 88? Kenny Habul. Kenny Habul. Awesome. Go Kenny. Get some solar energy, brother. Yeah, I... I hope there's a green-white checker. That's all I hope for. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope our two guys are leading or our three cars are leading. We get away and there's chaos behind it. Be fun to watch. You yeah. also got Nelson P.K. Jr. In <clears throat> oh, he'll kick you in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. You had not seen that video yeah. of that guy? Uh-uh. Oh, Google oh, Nelson yeah. P.K. And then Google his dad. They both did it. Like his dad did an F1 like 107 years ago. And then <laughs> Nelson P.K. Yeah. Comes out and, oh, what a wuss. He was going to get into a little yeah. – they were going to get into a slap and tickle fight on pit uh, road, and he just – Like the chicken man? No, uh, no, no, no. This, this is, is way worse. less than that. Yeah, this is worse. Less there dancing? was no punching in this one. It was more – well, not really punching. It was more of like – He tries to kick him in the kahunas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, like literally <laughs> – You don't do that to another dude, right? That's no, like dude no, code. No, it's bro that's, code. That's awful. I mean, he tried to kick a 40-yarder. <laughs> Bite half my ear off. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. at least Chicken Man did the DDT to himself. To himself, yeah. yeah still. Took himself out for a month. He or gave whatever. himself a concussion. <clears throat> the off the wall topic. Let's Tim. be honest, that wasn't his first concussion. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's never hit anything. What are you talking about? Get the baseline test him at five years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like Zaxby's drive through. <laughs> I'm gonna check my mirror here. Make sure this Chicken Man ain't coming. Coming in hot. <laughs> Tim Tebow is hosting a workout for Major League Baseball teams. He has not played baseball since his junior year of high school. At what point do you say, hang up the cleats, or do you think Tim could make the roster for an MLB team? Brett? Tim Tebow is God's gift to college football. So if he wants to try to go be a baseball player, I want him to go be a baseball player. He'll be better than Michael Jordan was. So go, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy, let's say a prayer. I'm going to say a prayer for you tonight. Oh my I mean, he's goodness. the most famous white Bronco since OJ did that deal <laughs> running away from the cops in L.A. So wow. That I'm, was nice. I'm, nice. Go I'm going with Tim Tebow to make an MLB single A team. Is that a, Bill, is that a Bills joke? <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, I mean, I'm just surprised. The way it goes a Little League now, they may as well just for make up a make up a a high school pass or some school pass. Yeah. I mean, just let them play in the Little League World Series like most of these people anyway. So, I don't know. I I know Brett's a big Tebow fan, so yeah. I met him on the, I met him on the sidelines of the South Carolina game, and he was wearing a baby blue suit. Ew! Oh yeah, he's six four. He's got his guns really? out. You see his guns coming through the suit. Does he like long walks on the beach too? Yeah. Like, Who are you more in love yeah. with, Justin Bieber yeah. or no Tim kidding. Tebow? At this moment, Tim Tebow. <laughs> Good lord, man. man, dude, this guy. I'm telling you, Josh. Josh <laughs> I'm going to Photoshop a picture of you. You couldn't beat this guy in a college football game if you tried. He just ran over you. Or he, like threw a, a or he shot a free throw for a touchdown. Just 
jump pass. Yeah. He's the man, dude. So what an NFL playoff game. No Bronco quarterback done that since Elway. You really think he's going to play in Major League Baseball? I don't care. He's Tim Tebow. I love that He guy. doesn't care. As long as there's pictures of him out there on the internet and, and then baseball suits, He could have been man. a little bit nicer to me. You know, he kind of heisman me a little bit when I walked up to him. But whatever, dude. Did you have the beard? Nah. I didn't have the beard. Maybe, maybe I needed the beard. Yeah, maybe, maybe you like the I look beard. too old with this beard. No, you don't because there's no gray in it. There's oh, a little gray over here. A, yeah. But here on the chin, your goatee area, it's perfectly red. Yeah. Nothing like a good red chin. Nice ginge. Yes. <laughs> ginge chin. We <laughs> I love how he says we here. Josh picked some questions. So wait, are you a ginger? Not really up here. No, I, just I, I, was, I, was, right there. I was a blonde when I was little. So I don't you, know what Do I, you have a soul or not? Because there's... <laughs> I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying they say gingers don't have souls. Isn't I, it only one percent of the population has red hair? Yeah. So you're Special. you're the one percent. Yeah, I only have red hair on my chin. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so producer Josh has picked some hashtag AskDBC questions from Twitter and Facebook, and here we go. Ask pregame. And asks, how meaningless is post-race geometry inspection if NASCAR doesn't care if you destroy the rear end during burnouts? <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory right there. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty meaningless. Pretty meaningless, bud. Yeah. Uh, great bud. question. You answered it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I miss the days where your car was nice after the race and it meant something to finish the race in one piece, and rather than this whole, yeah. oh, I won the race, I got to destroy my car now. There was a time when we didn't have the resources that we have, and you literally wouldn't do a burnout because you didn't want to mess up your motor. You wanted to go back and rebuild that motor and be able to run it in the next week or two. Now it's we've got so many resources on the engineering side, on the the body chassis side, on the engine yeah. side. We just win and just destroy the car. The bodies were the same way. If you had a good speedway, super, or, you know, a good body for a mile and a half car, yeah, you didn't want to tear it up. No, because you didn't have all these laser ways to rebuild it and put it back just like it was. Yeah, when you had your favorite car. That was your favorite car until you wrecked it, literally. Well, let's be honest. So they, the reason why they're not gonna, it's not that the, there's a lot of trick stuff going on, and a the lot. things move around a lot during the race back there, and they're not gonna line up after the race. Mm-hmm. So the only way to really prevent that from being measured correctly is to just tear it up. And you don't need this car again ever. It's a road yeah, we're car. not. We're done with it for this year. We're done until next July. So yeah. who cares? Yeah. At Travis C underscore 48 asks, if you were asked to host Saturday Night Live, would you accept, and what would your opening monologue sound like? I think I did mine opening this show. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that's not going to make it to the actual <laughs> show that's released. So. Yeah. Josh, you can't edit out my I can stuff. I can. You can't edit Brett. That's the essence of who he is. That's why they asked me to do this show, Josh. It's because of my winning trans- personality. transparency. I'm not going to like be fake. Would it be would it be I think bad? You call that uh, no filter. <laughs> hashtag. Oh, would it be bad to like come out and do like some sort of Andrew Dice Clay type thing? Probably. I mean, that would be like from would back in the day. Would you put on parachute pants? Like MC Hammer? Yeah. I would. I got some. You still have parachute yeah, pants? I got some with sequins on them. You may bring them next week. <laughs> you better walk yes. in with those on. Yeah, it'll be a little tight. I'd bring out some Andrew Dice Clay or something. <laughs> Jack and Joe went up the hill. Something like. That. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> At Timbrock88 asks, does NASCAR approve pit road tire guns or can teams make them to their own spec? I think they are, have to be within a certain limit, don't they? I don't know. Remember that whole I'm controversy not. with the magic guns at Gibbs? 
I still got it going. Yeah, because they turn like four billion RPMs, and all I had to do is hit the lug nut. Or it, if it, the air gun looked at the lug nut, it spun itself on. I basically. tried to get Jason Brownlow to come on the show to talk about it because he's a NASCAR official. I think if TJ and I comment on this, we put ourselves in a position to be in trouble. Yeah, I don't curious. know. The, I really don't know the answer to it. I don't know the answer to it. Uh, AU98 asked, do you think Joe Gibbs Racing used wipers just to make people wonder if it helps or not? Here's what they did. They went to a wind tunnel. Every team did. And they put windshield wipers on, and they took windshield wipers off. Mm -hmm. Some teams showed gains in downforce by a couple points. Some showed loss. Some showed nothing. So Gibbs apparently showed a little bit of gain. They ran the wipers. I don't know if the wipers helped or not, but they sure as hell didn't hurt because those cars were stupid fast all weekend. Yeah. I mean, if it's a minimal gain, why not run it? Take it. Yeah. Who cares if it's one kind of downforce? If it's more, it's more. It's more. Yeah. At Justin V. Mock asks, who has the better athletic name, Usain Bolt or Steele Johnson? Steele Johnson doesn't sound like an athletic name. It sounds like a... That's a vivid guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's it sound like, Kristen? A school teacher. Oh, uh, yes. You really? Should, teacher. <laughs> really? Yeah. And you get on us. I don't get on you. What, what up, Steele? <laughs> you are bad. I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. She would smother you if she got on you. Oh, jeez, oh, man. Wow. Oh, man. You this are day. Bad. This yeah. is what happened? a bad show. actually got a funny saying about when you're the same oh, height. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But he, it doesn't make sense. He doesn't sense. have the balls to say it right <laughs> we're now. All, no, it's the standing up, laying down set. thing. Yeah, we're, we're all the same height laying down. No, we're not. <laughs> you can't say that on this show. Beep it out. <laughs> no, that's Stan. <laughs> <laughs> we're all the same height laying down. He says that all the time. Not really. But it doesn't You can't make say sense. that. <laughs> you can't say Steel Johnson. <laughs> Josh said it. He put it that's, in there. That's an Olympic diver's name, Steel Johnson. <laughs> so he's in Speedos, too. The dude's in Speedos as well. I don't know. I don't want anybody to steal my Johnson, so I'm going to do the same boat. <laughs> go ahead, boat. <laughs> we can't even go into predictions because it's an off weekend. Josh. Yeah, but you can talk about it. No, we don't want to talk about it. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> Who has a better athletic name? Usain Bolt Jimmy or uh, Jimmy Vamamic. Jimmy Vamamic. Jimmy what's, Vimock. What's the other guy that has a really good name? Will Power. Yeah. That's actually a pretty cool That's name. That's a cool name. Yeah. yeah. Is Brendan gone? Gone. <laughs> Derek, nope. You know Johanna Long? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to uh, this podcast? It imploded. Well, I feel it like all went downhill when you said Steele Johnson doesn't sound like an Olympic name. What Olympics you watch? <laughs> What time do they come yeah. on is a better question. Is, that, is he pole vaulting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope man. the people listening oh. to this show today have a wonderful sense of humor <laughs> and are a little bit on the corrupt side. Maybe I've had a drink. And there's a good chance y'all are never going to hear this podcast again. It's probably going to get pulled, and it's probably yeah. all of our faults. We'll start with blaming Kristen. If you could be a superhero, what superhero would you be and why? Steel Johnson. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> why would you want to be Jesus? Oh, <laughs> my God. Is it time for this to end? This is our shortest got- podcast ever because of the awkwardness of it. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Thanks for... No, no. <laughs> for the We're not going to name any sponsors to close the show out because we oh, know that the association goodness. levels right now are low. Uh, Is it hot in here? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, we need ceiling fans. 
<laughs> Luke swing from him. Oh, man. Did you have a rant or was that the rant? <laughs> Josh, <clears throat> you got to filter these questions. I got to say, though, you didn't pee once That was once a good one. I like that one. That I was didn't good. Want pee once? Uh-uh. Normally we're at dehydrated. Yeah. And that one time you had that, that food from some You were yeah. going no, on that on cleanse. cleanse. Yeah. Yeah, that <clears throat> cleanse thing. I need to do that again. Yeah, you want to do it with me? No. 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 The, the, it, you'll, it'll help your hives. Will the, it? The yeah. cleaners here hated that day from you. No. <laughs> Dude, it's easy. Just drink green drinks. Ugh. Oh, yeah. That's Sounds great. horrible. Yeah. Mountain Dew. I like to yeah. chew Mountain Dew. Diet Dew. What you want. Yeah. You can do that, too, I guess. There's. <clears throat> All right. Well. I think that's why you tore your ACL. It was the green stuff. Yeah, I'm leaving here. So Where are you going? I got hurt seven weeks ago playing volleyball with Clint at training Dose camps. <laughs> training camp. So <laughs> I've been going off and on to the doctor and the therapist. So two doctors came to Elliot's bus Sunday morning, Ortho Carolina guys. They're like, you got a torn ACL. So I'm going to have an MRI today to find Is out. Doctor Bill I there. Doctor Bill, Doctor Ken. They're great. I got great. when I had a stress fracture. Doctor Bill was my doctor. Yeah, people. So teams pay to have these guys come out and be support. So when you see an injury in an NFL deal, you see guys run out. They work for the team, you know. So these guys are brought in as kind of independent contractors to support the teams. Mm -hmm. Stretch them out, check them out, make sure they're good. So they came and checked me out said I'm not good. So that, Still that's after a, seven weeks? I got ACL. Mm -hmm. I, this is I know, but I thought a, that was an eight-week deal yeah. for recovery time. That's the hamstring, not uh, the ACL. ACL's in your knee. It's that's going to be – that'll be my rant. Why don't you swim? I, why do so many people tear their a, their ACL stuff in training camp? I don't know. You think they sit on the couch too long and then try to get hit too hard the first week of training camp? I don't know. Your knees are. It's very sensitive. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it seems like every year you at could training camp, fall off the curb and tear it. <clears throat> yeah, you could twist. It. I mean, I twisted it. You know, and it. I think they should get rid of almost training camp stuff and half the preseason games. Preseason games are a joke. Well, they they did. are. On Sunday. I don't mind a couple just to get your depth chart. You don't play. Need, you yeah. want to play some second and third string guys. Yeah. The starters don't need that. But if you got a position battle or something. Yeah. But yeah, they don't need four games. No. And they make the the PSL guys pay for the tickets, generate more money. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just I hate. I almost hate scrolling Twitter if you're an NFL fan this time of the year because you're you're reading about like all these rookies that come out. Like the Bills have had one that's partially torn. Yeah. Dante Fowler or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he tore his last year, I think. Seven months, man. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. So you're saying there shouldn't be any training camp? They should get. I don't know if it's training camp. Maybe they should come in and just do more seasoning stuff. Like, like let's get your body back in shape more. Cause like Lowry seasoning, like you put on fries. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like Lowry. I love that stuff. But it they're working good. out in the off season. That, well, are they? Are they? They should be. That's what I'm saying. Are they really though? They should be mandated by their team to have workouts yeah I they're know. they i mean i know they're i hate injuries when it doesn't mean anything yeah you know i hate a guy tearing his acl in a practice snap yeah and you can't you know and it's not it doesn't even matter so kristen i saw you tweeted this morning about your dating life how's that going yeah How a lot kristen of people, mingle a lot of people tweet me frequently trying to get an end i appreciate the concern that everyone do. has for me yeah yeah. Yeah. So what's the status? Give it to Does us. anyone have just like a room she can stay in with nothing in it? Like no gluten or anything? You can like feed her no through. No gluten-free room. I was like, where is this going? Yeah. Because she's got a lot of. Sounds like you're getting held hostage. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to be. Look at her. Yeah. I know. Well, today I go to the allergist for the full consult for four hours. As Brett would say, this comes down to life choices. 
I'm making great life choices. Look how happy oh, I am. Really? Look how happy I am. Oh, this is her third show in a row. She is making great choices yeah. recently. You're glowing with happiness right <laughs> now. Yeah. You're glowing with we, eyes. We have, <laughs> we have feared for you to be in a car wreck. We have feared for you to be in the ER. We have feared for you in the I care know. center. I know. We were scrolling news one Speaking day. Speaking of doctors, Ortho Carolina, the infield care center doctors are amazing yeah. at track. I wouldn't know. I make better life choices. They're the, right. They're different every week. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. But they're, well. Well, you've seen them all. I've you knew seen, that. I, I know. They come in. I walk into the media center, and we yeah. were in Indy, and one of the doctors comes up to me, and like, Kristen, how are your hives doing? I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> how do you remember That's me? funny. It is. That's you, when, I mean. But they're super are you breaking loud, out from, and they were Are you great. breaking out from latex, or is it from gluten? <laughs> Could be anything at this point. I'm never eating again. <laughs> oh, She's allergic man. to latex. I am. So like latex is in sports bras and like it's stuff in gloves. Like that. It's in when you cook. You cook with who's late- cooking glo- with gloves on? The people at the restaurants. Oh yeah. So my yeah. my mom maybe is you're also eating allergic. latex. She got, a, she got a facial. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank our sponsors and <laughs> please leave the studio and take your dog no. with you. We have not done our picks yet. <laughs> we don't it's an off week. weekend, jackass. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You don't have to beep ass. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Holla. We're out. Bye. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear. Brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. This is Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Tune in every other Wednesday to listen to Fast Lane Family right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 